0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum,
1: and me, Alex. How's it going, guys?
0: The podcasting equivalent of a shock right up the left arm, uh, and I think it's the heart side that it took yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, you seem closer. to you
1: seem to be alright. You seem I'm to be alright. Yeah. Um, I'm glad see I got my hair, that. Though. Oh, I know I, I'm glad I got that piece of context before I commented on your atrocious haircut, you know, sticking up all over the place. It's, so, we, so it's quite jarring.
0: I, I moved house. um is the context to this actually is as a wider. and we're I mean now we we had both that we had the Wi-Fi working and then it didn't, and then it's gone on and off and on and off. I must admit virgin were great. Um, it it was a it was a huge, huge success. I now completely understand why they say you get by with a little help from your friends because all of our friends, you know came and rallied we had a huge amount of people Alex helped out massively so that was really really useful yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah just uh what are you laughing at <laughs> I did none of that <laughs> <laughs> Thermally on his arse with his, his thumb thermally yeah. up his arse. Uh, yeah, now, I know, I ba- now, no, now I feel, but now now I feel bad because
1: I was I was going to make a passive aggressive joke about not being invited round for one last hurrah at your old place. Yeah,
0: exactly. But I, I'll 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 leave that. Well, we one can out. still do it. We've still got it for a few days. we have got to go and clean oh, yeah. that. So that's the joys after I finish recording this. But obviously, in plugging everything in and getting everything set up, you're you're bound to trip the switches. And of course, it was when I plugged in my laptop as my third move around the house to get a, a place to to bloody record this thing. I felt a shock go right up my arm and it was and it was just like it was full on man that was I loved it I, have you, ever, I have you ever had like a electric shock before yeah yeah oh yeah of course yeah I've, to, I've
1: never had one have
0: you never had an electric I shock? don't think
1: I've ever had an electric shock what which is mad because I take I take uh, I take toast out the toaster with a metal knife like all the time don't even
0: <laughs> do da- really yeah that's <laughs> nuts man yeah, well, I mean, but that that shit will kill you. That that toaster malarkey. Yeah, I know, as a conductor I know. Yeah, don't, there, that's don't, great. Don't, do, don't that. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I drink bleach all the time. It's great. what yeah. the the worries about? It. I sometimes fry my fry my bacon in it. But yeah. the um, yeah, it, it it really just. I we used to play um down by the <laughs> with my brother and we used to have friends. We were farmers, and we used to see how long we could hold the electric fence for in some of the fields and stuff. What? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's what it's just a, its an unusual that, feeling. That's it's an unusual dumb. feeling. It's quite good <laughs> fun. It's quite good fun. Um, but yeah, all moved in everything's uh in place i'm live. i'm looking around the room it's an absolute shithole is is everything Mm. still in boxes no no because maddie has been an absolute you know what she's like i mean yeah Does she just get get shit done she just gets shit done i mean the kitchen is very very much past 70 percent. it's amazing it's amazing and and i I say just
1: no i've i've i have heard advice from people um for moving houses and they all say the same thing it's just like get 90 percent done in the first like 48 hours just yeah and then it. and then you're and then you're laughing
0: yeah
2: and
1: yeah. then you're and then you're fine
0: but i must admit and again like shout out to my friends that that all helped because that was it was a such an amazing effort I, we, not me no, Alex, no i'm but, <laughs> <laughs> I go, you just well, I, I work go, on I'm the weekends <laughs> i work on the weekends yeah i know i know um, but yeah, and and at the moment, because I'm sat at the dining table, I look like, you know, I look like one of those, um, victims in a sort of, uh, a documentary where, you know, something bad's happened to me and, it, and they've wanted to interview me, but they've kept my face hidden from the camera. You see, you see right. what I mean? Because they've obviously, they've got the outside window behind me. Um, that's, yeah. Uh, that's I was going to say, not... you
1: look, I was going to say you look like Marv from Home Alone.
0: Oh, why?
1: Why? Because he gets shocked when he, uh. Oh, to see, Andy's, I see. And yeah, he gets no, shot. That
0: makes that makes a lot of sense. No, I was talking yeah. more about the, the 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 fact that I've got the window directly behind me, so I'm totally oh, blacked right, out here. Yeah, yeah. oh, Sorry, what yeah, were you yeah, think? Yeah. What like no, some I, sort yeah, of no, an no, no. I was, like, I think, uh, yeah,
1: I think we we're still talking about how you're all sort of dishevelled from your near-death experience. Jesus,
0: we're moving. I'm moving quick, man. I'm I'm like a shockwave. I'm moving oh, from yeah, conversation yeah. to conversation. You're still you're still saying hello and welcome back to the show. Oh, man, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> you are still sleeping. Well, I tell you what, it's a really good segue into something that I fell asleep watching. Um, (laughs) it's gonna be another one of these episodes mate oh no (laughs) because of course we aren't a shocking podcast and there's some shocking revelations and we of course are music and movies podcast and each week we will talk to you about some of the most hey look uh, it was lovely it was a lovely film i'm not gonna say it wasn't wasn't a lovely film right we we talk about lovely films each week uh, and the music of which but this was an interesting one and i and i had an overarching thought from this and i came away thinking something and i don't think you'll disagree with me um we're talking about coda by the way apple tv's latest flick yep yep yep. did you uh you you suggested this one to me actually alex this wasn't this didn't come from the emails this was one that you sort of saw and said no i did i saw i saw a
1: trailer i saw a trailer for this movie Hmm um obviously because it just got released on apple and i think we were just about to turn on the latest episode of ted lasso and then this was on like new releases and so right. there was a trailer so i
0: watched the trailer and honestly i thought that the trailer was gorgeous I didn't and, watch uh, the, the whole. I didn't watch the trailer. So you you said watch the trailer. I started yeah. watching the trailer and then I stopped watching it because I was like, oh, "Oh right, okay." I don't want to. I don't want ru- I don't. I've been burned before in the past. We, yeah, we've talking- had a bit of a conversation yeah. about trailers recently. Haven't so we? I'm I'm on a bit of a, a trailer hiatus. Although we have got a few trailers to talk about moving we forward. <laughs> um, but but this one in particular, um, and the f- and so Apple, you know, Apple TV film. What is what does that mean for you when you hear an Apple TV? I mean, let, let's just talk about the different the different streaming services. All right, a new Netflix release. What's the first thing you think of a new Netflix release? Just just quickly, just quickly spitball. When you see a new Netflix film, what do you think? I think uh, I think maybe something either like... amazing or the
1: worst thing ever.
0: Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Yeah, to- totally could be one of the Amazon Amazon new Amazon release a new quickly. Yeah, I mean. The... Huge production value, I think, and maybe, and maybe yeah. like amazing. I've always thought the 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 lenses and the the, the filters and everything look great. You can always tell an Amazon show, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's quite like saturated yeah, yeah. color. Apple TV. What do you think of a new Apple's? I think bright, like there's always just bright yeah. They they and do bold. look they
1: do they do look quite shiny, don't they? It's worth mentioning up top though that this wasn't made by Apple.
0: Oh, I
1: see. That this wasn't made by Apple. This was made by uh, the French studio
0: uh, Pate. I think. that's, now that's it. right because it was a it was a re-release of a French film, wasn't it? It was a, it was a story. Well, yeah, a,
1: re- re- a remake of a, mm-hmm. a French. Uh, concept, that's it. I yeah, think yeah yeah but basically it was released at sundance won like four awards and then basically apple bought the distribution rights for something like 50 million or something like that holy
0: shit wow so uh,
1: uh, apple just bought the rights to distribute they didn't actually for make this it one or produce film, it
0: they just bought the rights for it that's not even making the film
1: yeah no they basically i think wow. they just went they went to sundance they see what they like and then i think that's probably how it's done now you, yeah, you know I can imagine the it. film fest film film festival you get these smaller studios but P- patty's not like a really small studio they're i think most famous for making uh chicken run yeah. and wallace and gromit and uh,
0: yeah yeah um, they, with...
1: they produced art the Ardman films
0: is it patty i thought it was pathy pathy didn't well understand. it's
1: french Ah. So, um, I, I, I'm probably butchering it. Ilhan did tell me how to how to pronounce it, but ah, I uh, see. Yeah, because French is one of the many languages she speaks. It's but... very nice. I
0: like the, the the chimes as they make the cock crawl, and you're like, oh, there we go. No, it's nice. That's very good. Do you know what? It's, it's 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 another thing. I do quite like
1: the <laughs> the credit cards for a lot <laughs> of these your, studios. What's your favorite credit card?
0: What's your favorite credit card? What's your favorite <laughs> credit? I don't know. <laughs> Blumhouse is always a bit of a spooky one, isn't it? Yeah, With the yeah, girl yeah, in yeah. the corner. Yeah. Like A24 is pretty retro. I like bad robots do. quite fun bad robots it's just, it's just a just yeah. a little red robot in a field i like that i like i like i like the one of the of the of, of the greek
1: statue shooting an arrow yeah. through a bunch of uh, axe heads
0: dream for the old fishing rod dream rocks with the fishing <laughs> rod i love these things they're great are they not fantastic <laughs> what's your favorite studio title cut? we should do this your... i mean a rundown. right look, let's Coming be at number four
1: let's be real the best one is still pixar
0: Oh is it? I thought I gonna yeah. say I thought you were gonna say MGM with a lion.
1: Cause so that's the oldest one. Okay, so that's I think that's the classic answer. I yeah. think that's the one that's been around for like the longest. Although do you remember like um we're still talking about do, you, these? No, do you remember Columbia <laughs> and Tribeca? No,
0: remember... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Universal. But do you
1: remember Columbia and Tribeca with no. the with the Pegasus? Oh uh, god yeah and uh, and the woman with the torch
0: You know you're watching an old movie with that thing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. When
1: was when was
0: that I remember that Pegasus one? Oh, that's nuts! I
1: think I think I think that's along the lines of like Black Beauty or something <laughs> like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Free Willy? I think, I think, think was, I think that's at the front of Free Willy. I don't Willy. know
0: which one it was. I think it was um, I think it was Family Guy that did a joke about this about Peter went and sat in a film studio because the title sequences were just there's like creeping excellence on these things. So like some of them were like lasting like a good minute or so. And he goes, "Oh, here we go! A guy getting out of his getting out of his car, going into a going into a building. Oh, here we always go. gone up to the fourth floor. Oh, you, you, there you go." Oh, he's jumping off the building. What's that all about? Oh, then Wings of What is all this? I can't believe... It. Is this the film? We're like three minutes in. This is amazing. And then like a title sequence for the, <laughs> the production company comes up. He's like, oh God. <laughs> and then oh, he goes, man. okay, there's a wee girl in the field. Okay, this is a good film. I don't know what this is all about. She's running through a field. <laughs> and he just kind of like narrates It's quite that funny. The... <laughs> yeah, it's it um, is really funny. I like but, it though. But, but, so we're talking about Coda and, and the point I was making previously was you, you hit the nail on the head, which is the Netflix thing of it's either really, really great, or really, really poor. And, and, and I'm not suggesting this is one or the other because this, this had great parts about this film, but it was also, it fell over for me in a few plates. Well, the film itself didn't fall over. I mean, the film itself just didn't connect with me, I think is right, a more okay. fairer statement. The film did its job, but it was more, I was watching this thinking, kind of feels like a netflix film i don't know if that's weird to say it just kind of felt like a, interesting like it felt like something that just netflix had just produced I, I guess maybe it's even the the way that it just appeared as well I'm, I'm, we're very familiar with the fact right, that Netflix okay. are like here's a trailer it comes out tomorrow and you're like oh wow this is yeah this is fun this is a nice little uh this is a nice little a way to be treated as it yeah. were
1: i don't i don't know if i would necessarily say for me that it was like netflix branded as you say mm. like but I, d- I don't know if that's something that i tend to i tend to notice mm. i don't mm. know. i think you're right that there is a look and a feel to these produced movies but then at, at the same time i feel like the you know the technology is going in the same way for like everyone mm. and you know they're all using the same stuff mm. Mm. and i think as you say a lot about this movie well, I mean, not to put not to put your words into your mouth, but it, like it was a well made movie, but there wasn't anything particularly like memorable from a production sure. standpoint. Like, yeah. you know, are I, I, are we going to praise this movie for its choreography, its cinematography, its uh, you know, all, a, it's a lot of technical stuff?
0: Probably not. Mm, mm. Well, I think let's talk about some other themes that are in this movie. So there's a, there's a, there's almost there's three reasons why we've come to this movie, or um, well, the three reasons, I think, we, that we talked about. Firstly, it's another water movie, so we're back at Jaws. That was the first reason. Yeah, yeah there we go, was, yeah. We're on a um, boat. Second reason, because um, I wanted to talk a little bit about comparisons with the previous uh, deaf movie that we, that we talked about, Sound of Metal, and they couldn't be different. I mean, they couldn't be more different interpretations yep. of the struggles of being deaf, um, yeah, and making it's a, it's a living. An
1: inter- it's an interesting one because I was thinking again while watching it. The third I'm one's quiet, music, by and, the way. Sorry. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Great. But in in reference to your comparison of the sound of metal, I I I'm really very reluctant to actually compare them. Mm. Like actually, because I feel like sound of metal the the point of it was much more rooted in the death experience totally and yeah and one one person's struggle with going deaf and what that means for him but but there is much more deaf culture in it and if we're comparing coda to sound of metal and how well it deals with the deaf experience then yeah i don't think i don't think um it's really got a leg stand on Sound of Metal really, really takes it, especially with all the sound design and all mm. the other amazing stuff that yeah, Sound of right. Metal ended up doing. But I really don't think that that's what Coda is about.
0: No, no, it's not. Because, I mean, these are people that have, that. I mean, they're all, all the actors in this are deaf actors. Yeah. And you you get something really amazing with casting deaf actors, obviously, because you're not having to teach an actor to... Uh, speak American Sign Language and have them. the The way that they all emote is wonderful. Like they, they especially the dad.
1: Oh yeah, he um, was wonderful. I, I,
0: he he was. I forget. I forget the actor's name. i will bring. i bring it up. But but. I mean, I was like the way that Tro- Troy Cotzer, Troy Kotzer. Troy Kotzer. I'm not sure um, if he's if he's uh, actually from America, um, or or where he's from. But I mean, he he was absolutely amazing in just the way that he. Sh- it, it was like his eyes and everything and obviously his face was very heavily um covered in like beards and all this stuff yeah. and he looked very matted and uh, but I, I thought it was amazing. Um I also thought Marley um Matlin, so she she played the, the, the mum, Jackie. Yeah. Um, she was also fantastic yeah but now she's really... been
1: she's been a real, a real like mainstay in 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 hollywood for yeah. a few decades actually she well, she was up. in the west wing wasn't she was she? A, she had a big part in the west wing and she was fantastic in in mm. the west wing and in everything she's been in actually she's been in a lot of high profile things i would probably go so far as to say she's probably the most recognizable death actor out there
0: yeah i would say i say you're probably right what's really interesting is the what i've found quite um quite funny is if you've seen la famille Belier, which is the the the, uh, the french movie that's that's it's uh that it's sort of um taken from um gigi who's or gigi who's the um the mum in that they look so similar really have a look at, a look at the two two <laughs> actors they I look will. identical and i was like it's the same actor have they got the, the uh, that's amazing they look identical to each that's other hilarious. it's really quite crazy it's, i mean so perfect uh, perfect casting as well um and then obviously we we had Emily Jones um you know sort of playing the 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 daughter who the, the real the real film's about. I thought she was very very good. Yeah. But she reminded me a little bit of like there was almost like a kind of like Disney Disney young actor kind of vibe that I got from her. And yeah. I think it was obviously the way that she sang obviously and the both side now ending sequence was was a turning point obviously it was the last the the, the the finish of the film she was so good in that so so good in that and i really enjoyed that and i kind of got a little goosebumpy when i watched that last performance because it was quite a. oh it was like a, such a it, special it, it, scene it was it was very nice actually when, when you watch the film and um, but i must admit i i don't think i enjoyed this film as much as i i wouldn't watch this film again i would recommend this film to people though yeah so there's there's a there's a weird little nuance in that in that it was just not. It just didn't do it for me, and I didn't yeah, yeah, really
1: yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and that is that is like a, an important distinction to make because we do we do kind of, mainly on this podcast we do kind of like rattle on about like our our own opinions and things like that, and sometimes movies fall flat for us. But I think mm. we could we we both recognize when movie do, a movie does have inherent quality that just doesn't do it for us. But we yeah. and, But we know hordes of other other people that would like absolutely love it
0: because i mean to be to be but to be totally the other end i said to you before we start recording i i like i did start watching this and i go i've got so little amount of hours <laughs> to myself in the week and this is how i'm watching it and and it's like and i'm not saying that because that's that's a me problem not the film yeah, problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that like and i think i think that came off wrong when i said it to you earlier like it's it's the the fact is if i if i had found this movie and we didn't do this podcast i would not have watched it or maybe would have started watching it 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 draws you in. Don't get me wrong. It draws you in. the 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 stories, and I say stories plural because I'm convinced that there's a better film in here than the one that we watched. Right. Okay. Um, if you if and and I'll get to that point in a second. But I I I did start watching this, and I was like, I probably would have turned this off if I started watching this without a <laughs> <the enough>. podcast. <laughs> but is that not maybe uh, something?
1: I don't know. Maybe you can tell us if you appreciate or not because by you know being forced to watch it either by me or the podcast or both mm. uh they're so intrinsically entwined they're the same yeah when by the time you get to the end because i i think in the case of this movie most of the quality really hits home at the end of the movie where you get where you have then seen the whole picture sure do you then do you then sit at the end of the movie and go actually no there there was there was a point of that that was actually an a nice film, mm-hmm. or were you are we still like I kind of wish i didn't I didn't have to watch that
0: so so the way that they the way that they did the sort of the the climax, I think it redeemed itself for me right um like I do think it was a nice film uh I think the story was very compelling the the and I said stories, but the story yeah. I'm talking about specifically is not is not her story. I, I I didn't really relate to that story much. Okay, I couldn't really, and I've seen that story quite a lot. That's quite a that's quite a cut and dry story. Okay, the, well, what you know, was the, the story? Well, the story was the whiplash, basically, wasn't it? <laughs> or the story was uh, a, a hard nosed music lecturer. And a young student, you know, or, or this has been everything. This is, this is, this is goodwill hunting. This is, this is a kind of mentoring story through an education process. Like, right. we've seen this a million times. Okay. Um, but what I really, really enjoyed was the whole fishing story. Yeah. I thought that was so compelling. And I, in that setting, in that environment, I felt more Manchester by the sea than or, or goodwill hunting you know with, with like that was the kind of two it was like they compressed manchester by the sea and goodwill hunting together yeah do you know that kind of just the new england and, and i yeah and I working class boston work exactly and yeah. i go back to the point i made at the start which is why I, I led with this which is it was too colorful for me i think that this would have been a really great story if you'd leaned more into the deaf, uh the struggles of being deaf in the fishing community um l- you know c- lower the color palette included more sequences where they were on the on the ships and the boats i mean particularly the whole sequence with the coast guard and and the the fact that they didn't hear the coast guard coming i thought that was a i thought that was really brilliant i thought that was a really interesting uh, it was a really interesting perception on you know the fact that these guys are just willing to their risk tolerance is much higher because they're they they've got to they've got to eat yeah um And yeah, it was good. I think think it's very
1: interesting that you gravitated towards that aspect of it. Because I think, as you say, if you were to uh, compress this movie down into, you know, story A and story B,
0: Mm.
1: I think that in itself is the whole kind of point of the movie is the fact that Ruby is being torn between these two different sides of herself of her love and commitment for her family which is like the the fishing stuff which you know she tries to do best of both worlds but also pursue her you know her really deep passion that she knows she cares very deeply about and to try and achieve like her own life goals and to like break away from her family so i think Mm. i think the the struggle between those two worlds is a a large part of what this movie is about
0: yeah yeah the only other thing I'll say as well that I really, I I did think was very good in this movie um was it the jokes landed. Actually, quite a lot of the jokes yeah. did land. And especially the jokes where, is it Ruby, the daughter, she yeah. was having to translate for her parents in some pretty awkward scenes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the scene of the doctor's, I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. And that was the yeah. that was the scene when I went because up until that point I was like Oh god, here we go! Yeah, and there was there was um, there, then there was something that happened afterwards that totally just oh no that was a, that was unex- that doctor scene was very funny. really I mean, funny. Was, <laughs> there was another sequence as well, I think later on in the film, which was very very good. Um, but God, man, like the pressure you have to have to be the voice of your whole family in some of these situations, you know the you know the, the, the sort of the union meetings and stuff like this. Yeah, like, man, alive. Well, that that um, was
1: the other that was the other thing because obviously, i'll another large part of this movie was their her family's dependency on her. Mm, and mm. and her brother was really kind of like fighting against that, going no, we're not we're not helpless here, like we don't have mm. to we don't have to have her. Sure, here, but they the parents very much felt like they did. Yeah. And it was it was really nice to see at the end of the movie that you you saw little glimpses of that kind of not being so much of a problem anymore. Like the fishermen's wives were doing a, a, a few sign language things to include uh, the mother and, um, you know the the fa- father and son were, you know, with all the other fishermen, like having having a drink and stuff like. While while Ruby gets to go off and have her life, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really really nice.
0: Yeah, really enjoyed it. Can I talk about some stuff that I hated about this? Oh movie? yeah, go on. So you've earned it you've earned it <laughs> yeah um well the first i didn't hate this bit but i thought it it made me laugh and the, the comment i had was holy shit is that billy bob thornton oh god the, did, m- did, the music you know what teacher I mean? did, the you, music did you teacher. see that too uh
1: no now that you've said billy bob thornton i was like yeah he totally looks
0: like billy <laughs> bob Thornton." <laughs> He was insufferable at times when you first got to meet him. He was fine at the end. Like, see, when he came back in and played the piano during the recital, I was like, oh, I'm I'm one round to this guy. Like, he's a good bloke. And the way that he kind of was just like, I I liked it when he wasn't trying to be the center of attention. Like, we all knew he was an established character and then he was in the sequence and it wasn't about him. I liked that. I've just always I've always got a thing for that kind of. As I said before, like we, we've seen him in Whiplash, we've seen him in other things. Like it's the, it's quite a well tested. I mean, kind path. of. I got. I was almost getting like Kevin Spacey from Twenty One, if you'd ever seen that movie. Like, I have, kind of I have, like... but
1: I don't know well enough. I don't know. I don't know uh, well it's... enough to really get just that reference. characters. But I, I get the I get the comparison with um, J.K. Simmons's character yeah. in Whiplash, but I don't think that I don't think they're built from the same mold
0: no no because
1: yeah. um because i do think this particular music teacher and i do actually agree that like actually you know there were a few bits where i was like oh, right okay yeah. you know oh, this guy there is <laughs> the worst bit. i've not even got right, to yeah yeah you, fair, you'll agree fair with enough me. but i i did feel like his whole teaching method was stern and like demanding but also like incredibly like kind Hmm. as well i thought there was a lot of inherent kindness in there oh, yeah, because yeah, you know totally. she was he he was seeing her at his home for music lessons like free of charge extracurricularly like every day and weekends is what he said he said he needs evenings and weekends and i'm like well, right well is she going like every day like you know that's commitment and you know yeah. that um what's, really in it for him? That.
0: what's in it for him to do that? What's his incentive for that?
1: Well, I mean we're 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 led to believe through through the movie that he is inherently a teacher. His life's his life is dedicated to teaching and he was destined what to be was a the teacher What was, was the was school called? Berkeley, Berkeley College yeah. of Music in Boston.
0: I just I there was a there was a line at the end when they were like, Hey, hey, I'm uh, Bernardo, you know, I'm from um, uh, Berkeley eighty nine, and the, the judges were like nothing who Don't yeah who it was yeah. A, it was an odd moment there
1: i feel like there was maybe a subplot in there that maybe was going like not fleshed what, out what, that or was something. yeah that maybe was supposed to hint at uh, you know the age-old trope of if you can't do teach yeah do you know well, that you know that whole thing so, and it's something sorted, that in, yeah. it's something in recent years that i've like grown you know i've gotten a lot of perspective on because obviously i've taken a lot of teaching work um doing it, and i've uh ha- i've grown a real fondness mm. of of teaching oh yeah and yeah, yeah, but yeah. when i was so I, when i was 16 17 so like ruby's age and she is a bit she is a bit rude to him at one in one scene where she says well I, it didn't do you any good you're stuck here in a, you're stuck stuck here in a school which is an incredibly disrespectful thing to say but um it is it is easy to see that that point of view through the eyes of a 17 year old because when i was 17 i i i didn't want to be a I didn't want to be a music teacher i wanted to you know be a musician and you know i still yeah. want to be a musician but there's the the interesting conclusion the interesting conclusion you you reach is that it's not one or the other you're still a musician if you're teaching if you're teaching music yeah like you, you're you're not not a musician you're just not a performing right. musician
0: it's a really good point you make i mean I, I think i got the impression that he it was almost i think there was almost a subplot was like is this guy like really hung up on berkeley like is this guy is there, is there some sort of subplot where he's like he feels that he's connected to this school in some weird way like he's got this back door in that he can kind of get people additions to all oh, right okay and, and and also that extent of like I think he's obviously realized at one point. Well, you know, I'm not going to be doing professional musicians. So I'm going to make it my life's goal to get people to that that standard and that grade. Yeah, which... I think
1: maybe there were there, maybe there was a few definite plot points that were missed out in order to really flesh that point out. Because yeah. you're right. Because I I think the fact that they basically went like shrug who when he turned up. I think that was probably supposed to mean more than it did. Yeah. In in, in the movie. I didn't yeah, really. Cuz it it wouldn't have taken anything.
0: much. It wouldn't have taken much to make that mean something. Like that that would have yeah. been a really cuz I did I I did watch that and I thought did I miss something? Yeah. yeah? Cuz that would have been quite good. Look, looking
1: back, I think the only other hint to that was again that that conversation that Ruby had in the classroom where she was like, "Well, it didn't do you any good." And then yeah. he basically said, "No, I'm a teacher because I'm damn good at it." Yeah, no. And fair. I think that's that's I think that's the only the, the only hint to that little bit but i think sure. i feel i feel like there was probably more that then got yeah. cut out
0: no that's fine but let's talk about the hit the bit that i fucking hated oh, right the, the 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 happy birthday oh, section oh yeah oh my god i i nearly turned it off at this point so like, what I, so nearly right it okay It was the cringy it was just the worst like imagine that they're all singing "Happy Birthday" and like over, the- and it was fine when they were all singing it in the class, right? I didn't right. mind it as much. It's the fact that the character then ran away, and just sang it over, it, like Mariah Carey style, by the harbour. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Like, I hated that. I hated that. I was like, this is terrible. Am I supposed to go, this
1: is wonderful and deep? No, no, no. Can I be honest? I, I didn't like that much either.
0: It was terrible. I was like, what was that crap? Just uh. like... I oh i really hated it i really hated it it was like the, it it felt to me like the like the intern got a wee shot writing a few lines in this film and that was his contribution yeah it, it, was, <laughs> it was it was it like, was very on the nose because terrible. there's there's so much uh, i'm going as far to say if you if you listen to this podcast and you wrote that section of the movie shite <laughs> <laughs> have shite. that there you go. Just shite. shite. All right. Okay.
1: No, it is interesting because there, are, there are. I, I do really like I the musical, the musical performances in this movie. I thought the duet that, um, that they sang for the choir concert was a really, mm. really nice arrangement, and I liked the yeah. style of singing. And I really liked yeah, yeah. her audition scene, and I liked the style of singing. And she does have a wonderful voice. But th- th- and this is something that is. You know, just my my opinion. I really don't like overly ornamented like singing. No, it's too much. Do you know I what? I hate you know it. what I mean? Yeah. I, and I get is. I get a lot of shit from like uh, a lot of people in my life, my my sisters included. When I'm like, you know, I just don't like Beyonce. There. Yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. said it. No, you're you're fine. No, but, but, I but I, it, I said it. Like I, I don't like Beyonce, and I don't like all of them. Right? They do the like overly acrobatic singing where i just want to hear a tune
0: yeah do you know what do
1: you know what i mean and and yes that happy birthday thing was a prime a prime example of that but then the rest of the movie all the musical inclusions were just you know lovely and pure and yeah just much more palatable
0: to me i remember when i was in uh was in America at a summer camp and I uh, I decided to buy a guitar out there and play some music with because everyone sort of said, Oh, you know, we sing, we play the guitar. Not many people played the guitar, but I was able to, you know, play and we could sing around campfires. It was great fun. It's what you're supposed to do out there, I guess. Yeah. And you're right, I grew up obviously singing and uh, let me let me just segue out of this story very quickly to something that the reason why growing up singing meant something was I really enjoyed the sequences watching them all singing in the choir together because yeah. it reminded me when we were in our choir oh, in high yeah. school and I thought it was quite nice and I was like I enjoyed those days yeah me too I, I enjoyed singing and it was nice and it actually there was there was a there was a level of do you remember, remember there was a guys you- corner. There was like yeah. a, a row, and the guys, corner, we <laughs> all just sat there, and we all
2: were
1: like, bass, 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 just, <laughs> just did things to each other. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, the, the <laughs> girls look over, there. the boys just uh, there. We're just like, <laughs> <laughs> <and bugging. laughs> it's Billy Connolly so, plucking each other's boils and <laughs> yes. scratching each other. So, anybody <laughs> want to see my willy? <laughs> <laughs> But, but that was the voice but it was know um, I, I mean, who am i kidding we were the, like we were literally the kind of the, the, the poncy boys of the school yeah but, um but it was exactly but it was it was um and then back into the summer camp story so I, I liked singing a lot and i grew up singing but when i listened to some of the girls at that camp singing i was like are you, are you taking the piss? Like yeah. is there something wrong with you here? Just take 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 it, take it down a couple. Of a you're like, you're up what here. Are you you're, doing? You're, you're up here. Just bring it down a bit. Just. And I'm like and I'm like that is overegging the pudding too massive. Like the like the kind of the um what's the, what's not like try hardy kind of thing. It was it was the kind of um oh man What's the, what's the word to describe it? Just like blowhard, kind of like yep. chill. Like you're not fucking on the Disney channel here. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like yeah. just sing normally. Just sing this normally. They're like, I'm like, yeah. do you think you're in fucking Frozen? You're, yeah, you're st- like, oh, that's really very impressive. But what, what, what was the tune? What the hell was that? I literally went, what, what, yeah. what, what the hell are you doing? I'm just singing. Just just sing normally. What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Smacking the guitar. What is wrong with you? Yeah. sing the bloody tune. <laughs> <laughs> Step we gaily. Right. <laughs> um, we're still getting quite a lot of uh, Billy Connolly references in this <laughs> Absolutely. one. Absolutely, that I was, was trying that to is summon And to this day, though that is one of the best and very relatable Billy Connolly sketches. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, listen to Billy Connolly, Marry's Wedding, yeah. you'll you'll thank us later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, talking of the songs in this. I really liked both sides now, Joni Mitchell. I think it's a really good song. I song. I think it's a really cool song. I think it's the lyrics are awesome. And I liked it because obviously what they want to know was what the lyrics were. And they asked a couple of times. And then when she did the sign language and she translated the lyrics because the lyrics are very good in that song. Yeah. And the melody's very good. The way that it, interweaves throughout and and i i'm really really good i loved this song's arrangement as well
1: because um, the songs were actually arranged for this movie by the composer uh, marius DeFree, and i really liked all these arrangements because actually upon hearing both sides now well i mean after the movie i i did feel compelled to like go and listen to different versions of it Because there has been different versions of it, and I think probably the most famous example in pop culture is that heartbreaking scene in uh, *Love Actually* when Emma Thompson discovers that her husband is maybe having an affair. Yeah, and uh, she she doesn't get the necklace. She doesn't get the necklace. uh, She gets a Joni Mitchell CD um instead and she's listening to this song in the bedroom and i think that's probably the most famous inclusion of this song in 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 movies and it's a really heartbreaking moment and like a very fine performance by emma thompson but yeah uh, this was a very very different kind of version and there's another joni mitchell version as well which is just her and acoustic guitar but it's like one chord going all the way through it's really quite hauntingly weird actually i think johnny johnny mitchell is a really interesting artist actually i'm I'm gonna have to kind of dive into her back at all do you know much johnny mitchell
0: i mean i know that song i know big yellow taxi is the other one that i really like which is the big the big famous one from from johnny mitchell i think johnny mitchell is very very yeah very very good i i kind of get like heart vibes from her you know sort of that that kind of um that that kind of rocker like almost stevie nicks kind of vibes when i listen to it yeah really yeah and also
1: like really gorgeous lyrics in both sides no the lyrics lyrics are wonderful what is it rows and flows of angel's hair and ice cream castles in the air
0: yeah yeah
1: uh and those are i've I've looked at clouds that way i'm like that's gorgeous yeah, That's really yeah. It's really gorgeous. It's really clever, and and in the context of this movie, I think it's it's really it's really interesting because obviously throughout the movie, Ruby has had to see things from two different perspectives: from her family's perspective and like her own perspective as well. So I I feel like the lyrics have a lot of uh, tonal weight in in yeah. the, in the movie as well, and I really really loved it when she started singing through the sign language to mm. our to our family yeah, yeah uh, up in bit. the balcony it was really really gorgeous
0: i also really enjoyed starman as well i thought it was a really interesting um different sort of performance of starman as well which which because i'm just a huge fan of i think it was done in the, the choir but i'm a huge fan of bowie so when i heard that i was like of oh nice um but but just i guess the macro point to that and it's a question to you did you, when you write a film like this, like obviously we know it's, it's, it's a remake of a French film, but when you write a film like that, do you write a song in, especially so obviously when you write, you write the score yeah. alongside the movie or maybe even after the movie, but do you write the, the film with that song in mind and then you go, well, the lyrics kind of match it? Or do you think they went, well, there's a few different songs we could put in these whilst they were writing the film, and then they chose the song after. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I mean, I suspect in the in the case of both sides now, I reckon that would have been an intrinsic part to it. because she's she's rehearsing it throughout the movie and her singing lessons as well.
0: But so, but even just writing the film. Yeah. Like when they're physically writing. Well the no, film. that's
1: no no, that's the that, that's what I'm saying. I think I think it can either be you know, column A or column B, it can be intrinsically part of it, or it can be just something that naturally works. I've heard, yeah. I've heard reports of both ways. Like I, I remember listening to, uh, Zach Braff actually on his podcast talking about, uh, choosing the music for his movies because he's another filmmaker that tends to go along the, uh, playlist soundtrack route. As, yeah. As, Tarantino uh, one. Yeah. As opposed to, um, original scoring. yeah, And, uh, yeah he basically just says it's kind of you know what he's listening to and there's just lots of son- song choices that might work in various scenes and actually they change quite a lot Yeah, whereas obviously because this movie or this song both both sides now in coda was such an intrinsic part of the story i kind of feel like it was there from the beginning
0: yeah, I, 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 would, I would like to think that because it kind of ruins it for me when I think it's the other way around When they go, well, we've created a, a film that can have an inclusion of a song. We're not that bothered about what song it is, but yeah. we will. Do you know what I mean? And because then you start to like, think, well, I can think of five or six fab- different, yeah. better songs that would have worked. The Fabrics better in of that. the film starts to fall apart. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I and we were, you know, I mentioned Tarantino there, but I. But something was, he said something interesting a while ago and in I interviewed it in for a podcast or interview. And I related to this so much was that he said, sometimes I just put on music and then I imagine a scene in my head around that song. And then I create a film around that scene. Yeah. And for me, that's what i would if i was a filmmaker yeah i would use i'd like to use scores but if i could and i would love to work in film um i would love to write film oh <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be cool wouldn't it I would be so cool It'd be such a cool but um i would love to write film and and specifically when i think of when i when i i do that sometimes have you had I any ideas a <laughs> maybe but, I, but I... I i listen i listen to music and i think that's what you would do like that's the sequence that's the yeah the, you, lock, that's what you you lock would yourself
1: film. in with your record collection for a week I've even, and you come I'm up thinking, with a concept
0: i've even ruined songs for myself because i can't listen to the song without thinking of something that i've thought of once oh and, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah it's yeah typically stuff that you're just looking at around you, <laughs> you <laughs> see a dog you see a dog you you listen you listen to like i don't know you, you listen to some music by the smiths and you see a dog and you go oh that's it oh, ruined for it, me i've got dog, to think yeah. of dogs every every time, every time i hear that song um, but no, it, it's it's uh, it was really interesting to 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 kind of dis- to, in that way to kind of go what came first did the song come first or the story come first and I I I like I think you've justified why the the song came first for the movie and I like it better because I like the movie more because it makes it seem like it's a lot more thoughts yeah there, there's it. more purpose there's more purpose yeah. and I will
1: and I will say you, you do have to wait until the last third of the movie to get all the all the emotional pieces in place to get right. like the real point of this movie i will That's i will it, make yeah. that concession about it
0: yeah no definitely um i've got a few other points to talk a little bit about i mean obviously the the, the happy birthday at the quarry I, 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 it was unforgivable <laughs> Um, seeing them all sing together in the choir we've we chatted a little bit about that um i don't understand the inclusion of i fought the law oh yeah the song i fought the law because the lyrics are very explicit in that i fought the law and the law won we're watching them make a rebellion here and they're saying the music's going law's gonna win oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's funny so, actually that's an that's example funny. of where I'm i'll like, be honest I d- i'll use
1: be honest i'll be honest i'll be honest i didn't i a different i will be honest i did not i did not make that jump i heard we fought the law and the law won and just went okay well that's a that's a rebel that's a rebel punk song and they're rebelling they're, they're rebelling i i get it but then but it's a comedy rebel punk song
0: it's a it's a it's a joke song it's not a real like it is a joke song I yeah. who who originally who originally did it um oh who, that's who funny. did i fought the law Oh, was it The Clash? I think so. It would have been The Clash, surely. Yeah, I think but so. But it's, 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 it's almost like a comedy ver- like song. I, I always thought, the um I thought the law. And I, I was just like, why would you put that song in? Put, That's you funny. Know, put anything in. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it threw me over. And as I said, the Coast Guard sequence, I thought was great. And I thought, as I said, that was a really good, It, it that point hit home. When you saw the Coast Guard boarding the ship because they were like, they didn't see it, and they didn't, and, and you know, they were in court. I was like, nah, fuck, like, that's got some weight behind it. Yeah, it, it does. That's a, that's a really, that's a really question. And like, you are questioning you're going, shit, no, that's like not safe. And yeah. You've always got to have someone and then, able-eared
1: listening. Yeah, and then actually at the at the end of the movie, you know, there are a couple of important things that are left open-ended. You know, uh, one which you, you almost definitely don't care about is, you know, her boyfriend who, you know, choked in his audition for Berkeley um, where you're they come and they go fucking no exactly it's very much open-ended whereas <laughs> you know they're they may or may not they may or may not last and also you know the family's fishing bu- the fact the, the family's fishing business it was never really stated that you know they were going in a really good direction that they'd really rescued the situation but i think i quite liked the fact that it was open-ended because the story was about ruby starting her own life and yeah. the fact that when she went away in the car and she and she finished the film with that really lovely American Sign Language um sign for I love you. You know, yes. the the sign that she puts out the window. I think it looks Yeah. Try trying, trying to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think it, looks like that. It, it looks like that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a great, great. Do thing. that again.
0: Do that again. Is that what it is? What how do you is that supposed to say like I love that, you or something? Yeah, that's
1: like I love you. I think the middle finger over
0: I think the middle finger just, over he's the... He's literally just doing that. I know, I, I'm literally finger. just flipping you off. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, beautiful, that is. I know, it's
1: gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, play it up for the listeners, Cal. There you go. Um, <laughs> apart that, that I think that was a little personal inclusion from from the actress, the middle finger over the forefinger, like that. But otherwise, I think that is the sign language equivalent of I love you. And what I really liked, actually, was that that wasn't subtitled at the end. Right. Because right, all all, yeah. all the other all the other sign language stuff was subtitles in, okay. in the movie, but that last sign wasn't. And it kind of gave it a much more kind of personal uh-huh. um, waiting for me, I think, because I had yeah. to look up what it meant. <laughs> Cause I didn't, I didn't know, but it made perfect sense. You know what sense. that meant. I know, I know what um, that one what means. That means. I know what that one <laughs> means. What about,
0: what about this one? Oh, well, uh, here he goes. <laughs> it's just filth, this is. How can I, how can I put, how can I bleep out expletives that are, I don't believe about a Shit. So um the other things that I wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh oh, oh, I I I something that I wanted to talk a little bit about that I did thought was really wonderful was when uh, so uh, they went to her show at the, the school or they went to see the show and they didn't understand any of it and they were just sat there and they were just clapping when other people clapped and yeah. stuff and i was like that was really sweet that they went along no, and they did that for her I, they supported. I did i
1: did feel like it was a very caring family even though there was obviously the ever-present you know realization that they didn't get they don't they don't understand singing
2: yeah. So yeah, they don't yeah.
1: understand the passion, which is why they can't fully support and- it, even though they ver the family very, very clearly love each other very much. But what I found really touching in that scene and also in a later scene was you know, I know what you're talking the about. The dad, um, yeah. he was looking around when Ruby was singing her solo. Or not solo, duet in a in concert. And he was looking around at all these people who could hear her and they were getting very emotionally affected by what yeah. she was performing, and then suddenly he got it because yeah. um, he could see what it did to other people, and so then he understood why it was important and that it was a special talent. And then, and, of-
0: and more so, was the was the holding her throat yeah. while she was singing. I thought that was so wonderful because he, I, and he I was thought trying. Was happen.
1: Yeah, and he was trying because he was trying so desperately hard to. Hear what other people heard in his daughter's gift, which I thought was really gorgeous, really yeah, when gorgeous he, when, he scene.
0: Held, when he held her throat, I thought that was really quite sweet actually, yeah and, and he acted the I, hell out
1: of it yeah he so was good. he was he was
0: he was, br- he was just br- he was by far my favorite i think in the in the whole film but the but, the, but there was an also an amazing actor in this, or maybe an over actor i don 't know if you watch watch back, Alex. watch back the the school the school audience piece. there you know I, i'm sure you know what i'm talking about when an, an extra kind of takes you out of what you're watching, you know, like an extra is just overacting to get on the camera. (laughs) There is, there is a woman that is sat in front of the family during the school show and she looks pissed. She is so drunk. Honestly, she's hooting along. She's like waving her bra around. She's going, she's going fucking bananas. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I actually no, uh,
1: but I, I didn't, I didn't spot this, but I actually had this thought um, when we were doing jaws last week actually there was hug, there was yeah. one woman that ran out of the ocean with the most kind of like hollywood cheesy scream like ever <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. like ah! yeah yeah and it's like the worst <laughs> thing ever i was like oh did we need that anyway I was 1975 i think we probably did need that yeah we probably did yeah. um
0: look mate i <sighs> we 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 always do this, right? I was gonna say one thumb up. We're kinda talking around two. I'm
1: giving two. I'm giving mine now. I... I'm, I'm I'm on I'm on two. I really, really enjoyed it. I cried at the end, and that's always a two thumb
0: up, thumb oh, up for of me. Of course you did. Like Man, I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> just you know. I I think I'm gonna give it one. Fair. Um and it was an amazing movie, and I thought the, the sequences were great, but I just it just didn't quite hit. And I think you could have leveraged the music a little bit better. The happy birthday sequence was unforgivable, like <laughs> unforgivable. So, um, I mean, genuinely, one of the worst sequences I've seen in a movie this year. I, I-, I would go as far to as say wow. that sequence. It was wow. terrible. That sequence. The rest of it was absolutely fine. Right. Okay. Um, and quite touching at some points. So yeah, one thumb up for me. Fair enough. Oh, um, oh no, no, it's fine. I was, I was going to say another fact, but it was, a, it was, <laughs> it was a fact for moving forward, and it would have made no sense. The fact, all the fact reads is his given, his Kevin Bacon is Robin Hood. I bet you know what I mean by that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Excellent. moving forward let's move it I caught you off guard I wanted to catch you off guard there I knew we were deep into drinking your coffee and uh, I just thought I would try and catch you I got there I got there but since I know you've got a separate sound
1: file to me you could always just move my reaction like a second or so make it sound I've, like i wasn't ready for it
0: i've actually moved it further the opposite way to make it oh, sound you? even more incompetent. Oh, yeah right, exactly okay. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've added i've added a, a good 10 second break in there oh um, geez, just so oh. people don't understand. <laughs> just to make, make people think i'm just down
1: i'm just downing a whole cup of coffee in one yeah. Cup yeah. So and, and, wait for me to just finish the whole and in, in the background i'm going yeah
0: <laughs> chug 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 <laughs> it's 10 o'clock in the morning it's just long enough that pause that it's made people open their phone again to see if the podcast is actually paused for a second oh right do you know what i mean and then they went "No, no, they're still playing they've seen the numbers slowly tick up on the side do you you ever do that you ever do that when when there's a big break in a podcast and you go are they still talking no they are still talking i think so yeah i think i have done that yeah (laughs) What shit chat this yeah. is? Yeah. What, uh, what, what, what do we have to talk about? What do we have to talk about? Well, what don't we have to talk about? mate? I, I mean, uh, do you want to go Eternals first?
1: The, the well, full Eternals. I had first? some. I had some homework, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I had some homework. Are I we had... doing what if then? Are we? I think so. I, I think, think so. Well, they're the
0: features, right? They're the are features. They? That's what I were... thought. Eternals was pretty featureful well um, it was but, you but know, yeah you've got a lot you've got a lot it's about an hour's worth of content you had to get i did through. i watched it i watched it on the bus on the way
1: to uh, a gig yesterday just as disney wanted <laughs> just as disney wanted i mean it was on the ipad it wasn't oh, it, it okay. wasn't it wasn't, oh, on, the right. it wasn't on the phone it wasn't on the phone it was on it was on the ipad
0: same ipad you watched uh x-men fucking phoenix phoenix i'm i'm a dark phoenix yeah yeah oh, that out, famous check, fate check journey out. Ch- when you check out this train. train, it's in when you, space when you, um, But it's not Because we couldn't get the rights to do that Yeah. <laughs> I still laugh Now and again about that famous journey That you took from Edinburgh to London Watching Dark Phoenix, Phoenix on it And just going <sighs> Yeah <laughs> Chore <laughs> It was funny But no, I watched the
1: first two episodes now Of yeah. What If Yeah. And yeah,
0: interesting stuff One of them uh, I thought episode two was kind of just kept. Uh, sorry, episode one kind of just kept things on the rails because the story, the story was a what if, but it was just a character switch. This, the, like the, the the whole plot, roughly played out the same. Yeah. As Captain America: First Avenger, but. Episode two. It diverged, and it, and it constantly, like, it exponentially diverged away from everything yeah, we it known. Yeah, was,
1: it was, like, crazy, crazy different. Which
0: is what I expect when I watch What If, which is why episode two, I thought, was much better than episode, episode one.
1: Episode two was definitely much better. I was delighted by episode two. It had, and... like, everything. It had a great Chadwick Boseman oh. performance with a lovely little um, dedication to him at, the end, uh, at yeah. the end which was really nice you got and you got things that like you wanted to see in marvel movies but maybe didn't like a big buff fighting collector yeah but yeah, yeah, del toro yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's he's absolutely shredded and he's using and he's using his collection as sort of like his art his weapons arsenal yes and yes. like you know things that that that's only really hinted at in the main movie series but you actually see it and you know i loved the inclusion of uh i, I loved the thanos joke
0: yeah i love yeah. i loved
1: the thanos joke where he was where everyone's like oh that thanos you're a bloody genocidal maniac aren't you and he's like ah you might say genocidal i just say efficient yeah and they yeah. And, and they, they kind of do that riff a couple of times with with various characters but i like the fact that you know, T'Challa basically <laughs> convinced him. Not convinced to. him. Um, it's wonderful. T- yeah, it's like a well, a well structured argument as its own weapon, or something. He says something like that, and it's I, quite, I wanna, it's quite funny. I
0: want to go back to episode two, um, especially because I've got so many thoughts, not on just those points you talked about there around t- t- T'Challa, but T'Challa as a character. Um, on the whole, I've got so many thoughts on it, but just, just on episode one yeah the as we said it was very much kept on the rails there was a few points that i didn't really it didn't really make sense to me i I still don't really understand i think the iron man section of it powered by the tester i thought that was really cool yeah but it didn't make sense because the whole point of tony stark creating the iron man armor was to be released from the cave and that was his way out and that's what gave him the idea whereas his dad didn't have that experience so where did that come from do you know what i mean i i I kind of just i thought that was a bit odd like you kind of needed to like it just kind of came out of nowhere um but apart from that that was one of the only things i didn't really like the 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 fighting sequences in episode one were amazing
1: yeah they were really amazing the 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 things that they got the things that they got peggy to do or captain carter the thing they's, they got captain carter to do were, were like really spectacular actually like from I a just, choreography yeah. and animation standpoint as and well. she
0: was just and I, I don't think the voice acting was particularly great i mean obviously i i would was better have, in episode
1: two to be much better uh, in episode two. i
0: didn't think it was particularly great in episode one and i actually i don't think i would have minded not having the original actors doing the voice acting yeah. Do you know do you know what I mean I like I, I realize it was it made me realize But know, was
1: the, it was it all the originals? Because I know that the, I know that episode two was like everyone. Everyone apart from everyone you could. Dave Batista,
0: it was everyone. Okay, yeah, um, apart from he was Dave, the only person, as a, Dave Batista. Kind of, but in, in episode one, like, was that Chris Evans? No, it wasn't Chris Evans. Um there wasn't obviously Hugo Weaving, but it was it was Ross Mar- Marquand or Marquand, Marquand. who played Markhand, I can't pronounce him, but who, I think it's a Canadian name, but he played Red Skull in uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, yeah. So I think he's taken up the mantle. He was also in The Walking Dead. He was very good in that. But... uh, uh, I yes you, to your point no it wasn't chris evans um the dave batista one's interesting apparently it was because he felt he wasn't asked but i think i think multiple people have to actually i was reading i was watching somewhere someone said that multiple people typically have to get asked to ask someone to ask someone right before okay, someone okay, can yeah. get signed on or i right. think it, it got to the end and and that, i can't remember where i heard that from but um the point being is that the first episode i didn't think is it was it is it Haley Atwell who was doing yeah. the... I didn't think she was particularly... She's not particularly... I mean, voice acting is a specific skill. You can't just do it. She doesn't have a huge amount of experience doing voice acting. And therefore I was like, okay, well, I didn't think that was great. I would have been happy with someone else doing that. If you've got yeah. a different Chris Evans, you may as well do a different... That that was just my thought on it. Um, But I loved her. I thought she was wonderful. And I think what I loved about her, and I think this is what we're going to see as a common theme throughout these what ifs, is the, the central characters, they've, they've got charisma oozing out of them. Yeah. Because the, you've got to, you've only got a short amount of time. You're basically compressing a two-hour film into a 37-minute sequence. Yeah. And you've got to, you've got to just, you know, you've got to go hard on those moments where you want to really like these characters to follow the story. But even just things like you could tell she's jacked. Like oh, she's yeah. just like, she's muscly, she's big, and the way that she's choreographing the, the the shield movements and fighting in the Battenberg Gate and the aircraft sequence where she jumps off the Iron Man suit through the plane and out the other side—I thought that was awesome. I thought yeah, that was yeah, so yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was really, really cool.
0: Do you think we'll see more? Do you think we'll see more of Captain Carter? Because I think there's no. talks of a a movie. No,
1: no, no. no. I think or yeah, no, I don't think so at all. I I think it does set up the future story but i i think that these what ifs will be best served by just these tiny little nuggets i don't think i want further explanation uh, or exploration sorry for any of it i I think that'd be detrimental because i I, part of the reason i feel like it's short and it's animated is because I, i feel like Marvel don't want us to get too invested in these realities because they want to keep us 100% invested in the central story, in the central reality. And I really don't think you want to split focus like But I
0: think think there is a long-enduring story with this What If uh, series. I think the end of series one, we're going to get some sort of What If Avengers um, where all the different characters from the episodes are going to make a weird version of the Avengers at the end. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I think, interesting. I think no, but so I think, I, th- we're I, think, see, I, think I think we are seeing T'Challa again.
1: No, 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 but I think, yeah, but I think that will be again, a different reality, a different what if it's not sure. going to be, it's not going to be a continuation of Captain Carter.
0: Oh, I think it is. I think it will be. I think these are all going to continue stories. I think we're going to see more of Captain Carter in this. Series. Okay. But, okay. So let's play that out. If that, if, if that event, if
1: that, what if Avengers is going to be a continuation of the episode one, Captain Carter, I would say that then, then it's only a continuation of that one, and it won't be a continuation of another one either.
0: Uh, because the whole point—the
1: whole point—is every single one is a completely different reality. This isn't like, so, so for example, episode two does not—I oh, do know what you're saying. I episode you're two saying. does not take place in the same reality as episode one. Like it just—it just, it just doesn't.
0: I think the I think if they wanted to, they could write around that easily, though. A multiverse. Uh, it's, a, it's a multiverse slipper, so. episode in in episode eight, and then they all just come conjoin into one. But isn't the whole point of on a what but, if? But 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 isn't the whole point of
1: having a mad what if series is because you want everyone to perceive all these completely different realities? And then if you if you then just bring them together and say, well, actually, no, we're only doing a story in a limited number of realities. Then yeah. that's kind of like you know limiting yourself in that way. But it kind episode of ruins one stick. Episode-
0: sure but episode one and episode two could could happen in the same universe easily
1: yeah we'd need we'd need we'll
0: need to wait to see what else happens yeah (laughs) i think
1: i think if it if they are it ruins the concept for me it does it it, it ruins the concept for me if that if that is the case
0: well, I wouldn't uh count your chickens before they hatch mate because I think potentially it might be go- might be going that direction. Do we do we want to just talk a little bit about T'Challa? I said talk about T'Challa as Star-Lord because T'Challa as I mean we saw it even with um I forget the 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 who is the name of the the guy who's in um oh he's in Guardians he's in um bloody bloody Captain Marvel um oh, what's the name of the, the guard who, you know, he goes Star-Lord and he goes, who? Jumon oh, Hosu. Uh, the- that's the one. Yeah. But, but but what I really loved is the way he went, oh my God, you're Star-Lord? I know, it was such a brilliant twist on that it just scene, just wasn't set, it? It just set the standard. And I, I also liked it because you were like, I, I think for part of me was thinking, oh, are we going to get a different song, like a cool like intro? Are we going to get some yeah. like, you know, are we going to get Come and Get Your Love again? But we didn't get any music because obviously t'challa wasn't taken with his tape track so yeah. he didn't have any music to take with him so it's a different facet of his story that came along yeah um,
1: do you know what it also does it makes the fact that it makes chris pratt's star lord even funnier that nobody yeah. knows who he is yeah. the fact that we've got this what if where everyone's like oh my god t'challa we love you oh my god you're the best you're the best and chris pratt in the, in the main series wants to be that but just nobody cares <laughs> no one cares it's no so one wants funny. It. yeah
0: and 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 we'll get to the little ending sequence again because i thought it was really interesting but i just loved watching him because he was just full of charisma he was star. he was star lord and black panther he hadn't yeah. it's clear that he hadn't really sacrificed one for the other yeah because you can tell that t'challa was born to be a leader. He was born to be a King was yeah. born to inspire people to help people be the best that they can be like. And it was just watching it. I'm like, I love this. Yeah. I love he's watching still him in this role. because the interesting, that, And he still had his accent. He hadn't like changed his accent. Yeah. I loved it.
1: What I really appreciated in both episodes was the fact that the watcher which it was, who was really, um, well voice acted by Jeffrey Wright. Actually, I really yeah. enjoyed his voice. Um, he explained the exact moment where the where the timelines kind of like split and became something else and the choice that was made in that moment and what so why it's a what if yeah yeah. and in the case of the t'challa star lord what if i really liked the fact that the what if was yondu sending his minions to do the job instead of Uh, instead of himself and so obviously they fucked up but but what what that tells us is that actually t'challa is the same guy yes t'challa is the same is the same guy really he's just went on a he just got taken on a different direction but he himself didn't make an alternate he was always, decision yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. Didn't, he was always going to be yeah. greatness he was and always actually be... the same can be said for captain carter and um steve rogers actually like steve yeah. rogers you know stays the same he stays good steve rogers yeah totally in that, in that first episode as well it's great i can't wait to i can't wait to see the next one do, do we know what the setting of the, the third episode is gonna be I think be?
0: it's what if lucky won. what if oh i like that yeah, I we'll look forward to that about. one. Uh, just some other little points, just on it, because I, I did make a few more little, little just observations for it. Um, did you see what the name of the Milano was renamed? No. It's called the Mandela. Really? Yeah. How cool uh, is that? How awesome is that? Nice. I like um, that. And I, as I said before in the previous section, I like it that his Kevin Bacon is actually Robin Hood, because it's T'Challa and T'Challa's interpretation of Ravengers aren't pirates. They're you know they're they're. They're steal from the rich and give to the poor. I love yeah. that. The whole yeah. Thanos thing, you know, I, I thought was amazing but even just little nebula things like was great as well nebula was awesome awesome and and just like the way L- she brilliantly voice
1: Ch- acted by karen gillen she as well was she was very she, good. Oh, she absolutely you know, calling sold it
0: cha-cha, i thought was so funny yeah uh, so they I, were a thing they were a yeah, thing i think yeah yeah i think so and then i loved the the subtle african music percussion that you hear you know when when t'challa sees the wakanda spaceship i thought that was so cool and that was like oh, here he is. Yeah. And, and the fact that it was his dad who voice acted, it was the same a- actor who, did, who played his dad in the um, in Civil War, and they've been looking for him, like the advanced space technology to find T'Challa. I thought yeah. it was wonderful. I thought the ending was a bit disingenuous, though. Um, and for a hot second, when they talked about there was Civil War in Wakanda, for a hot second, so, spoiler if you don't want to know, but in the trailers, you obviously see Killmonger, I wonder if when T'Challa gets taken away, you know how in Black Panther Killmonger goes back in? No one's going to challenge Killmonger, so he really will take over Wakanda.
1: Again, doesn't matter. Different episodes, different realities. I don't they're know. They're not connected. I, I, I It'll wonder be if so they shit if they're connected, honestly. I think I'm they might be connected. Down on that. I think they They're not. Connected. Oh, <laughs>
0: it'd be terrible. It defeats the whole point. Well, what if, what if in this episode, because it's Loki, what if he wins in New York? What if it's Captain Carter fighting him and not Steve Rogers? Fuck you. i mean, yeah. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you might be. Um, but yeah, excellent. Moving forward, Alex. Yeah. Um, the world, just very quickly, the world premiere for No Time to Die will take place on Tuesday, the 28th of September yeah. at the Royal Albert Hall, innit? Yeah, Yay. yeah. You were there just recently, yeah, weren't you, I know. mate? I played there, you know. With you know, the broccoli. Uh, you know, everyone's going to be there. Uh, that'll be fucking weird <laughs> yeah
1: do you know i'm really interested to see what they've done to um get around the product placement situation i'll be well, yeah i'm gonna to be, be looking technology? for some. i'm gonna be looking for some really shonky like insertions of some cgi <laughs> newer models of things you know <laughs> daniel craig is, ty- is typing on his sony Vio, but it looks a bit blurry because they had to superimpose the latest model
0: on top of it do you know <laughs> like, what i mean maybe- it gonna... an absolute disaster. It's such a funny little thing. That, it right? is just, funny. Just for context, they've had to update all the tech because the tech is so old from 2019, but well, it's not that old, but obviously it's out of date from the newer models. And, oh, man. It's Wonderful. crazy. Love it. Um just wanted to get your thoughts on that. The other very quick thing I just want to get your thoughts on. Um Amazon Prime are going to show all the autumn internationals this summer. Bit of rugby chat oh, for you there. Excellent. I'm so excited. Excellent. I'm really keen to go to that South Africa game, man We've got to go. I've yeah. got to get to tickets to that one. Oh, yeah. Saturday. I think it's Saturday. I think it's in November. Um There was another trailer, Alex. There was. Another Marvel trailer. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for the
1: Eternals. I can't even. It looks so good. Like this this looks juicy. Yeah.
0: Tell me no? the thing tell me the thing that I was most happy about watching this trailer. Oh. I don't know. Was it like the end
1: game conversation? No. No, no, no. No. Oh. Oh, I'm trying to think back. I, wa- I watched this trailer once. And I'm- oh, okay. So I'm not sure if I've got photographic memory required to name the actual. It was,
0: bit. it was Richard Madden, right? What what accents Richard Madden got? Oh god, is he Scottish in it? Oh yeah! Oh, brilliant! Superman Scottish motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 like literally, the Superman character that Marvel have, the you know Icarus is. It's Scottish. He's a Scottish character. Yeah. Oh, And excellent. I am like, yes, because we know he's going to be in a few of these films. Like, we know he's going to be pretty pivotal going yeah. forward in the... Well, I, I mean, I doubt Hopefully. he's going to die. don't think he's going to die. Well, no, I mean, he's, people, he's a
1: Superman archetype. He literally yeah. can.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, like, obviously we've got Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. Like, the Angelina Jolie's got to die in this film, right? Because, I mean, Fiena's pretty much... she She's... She, they can't afford to keep her um, I really like the fact that, that Kit Harrington got a bit more screen time in this I mean the cast is unbelievable for yeah, this yeah but one. doesn't it
1: look stunning as well
0: oh it looked amazing it, and it, it was great to see their powers and stuff I mean this is this looked like a DC film like it did look like a DC a, a, film
1: I, you're not wrong actually it, it really I'm, did look like that
0: I'm so excited to go and see this movie but you, you said you watch
1: it. Chloe, Chloe Zhao's, gonna, Zhao's gonna get a DC contract soon Just, you, you, know, you said
0: it to me though you said this and I think we've just got to double check double check everyone this has got to be a character-driven story and you said Chloe Zhao, that's her thing that's what she does it yeah. will be a character-driven story we've just got to double triple check that that's definitely going to happen yeah because if it doesn't then we're going to have some some little issues and it's going to be ugh, because then it's it's just going to fall over and it's just going to be a pain in the ar- Oh man yeah um Madong seok as well who I'm really keen for this he's actually a Korean actor I forgot he was in it he was in Train to Busan he's all oh, right in okay in Train to Busan if you've ever seen that movie um yeah and and some just some really really cool obviously we've got a bit of Kamal Nanjiani as well and yeah. oh man it's gonna be so <laughs> oh, fun it, it,
1: it's it's the most intriguing Marvel property for me like in recent years I I think I've known what I was getting into for like almost every Marvel movie that has come out in the last yeah god knows how long even you know even uh, like infinity war and end game where you've got the big franchise story and we don't really know what was going to happen and what was going to go down from a plot perspective but you still kind of knew what kind of movie you were going to get like sure. tonally and like all the beats and things like that but this like this is intriguing stuff i really i really like the fact that this exists
0: brian tyree henry as well i'm so excited to him he was obviously in jeffrey davidson uh jeffrey davidson into the spider-verse so it's a, another little inclusion to um like marvel movies for him I, i'm so excited for all these and yeah. um, what was he called barry keegan from from uh dunkirk you know he played george in oh yeah Kirk. yeah he's gonna be, oh man I, he's, he's gonna be the villain one of them's gotta be the villain right? i don't know well to there's gotta
1: be some kind of bad guy
0: <laughs> nah na me. Um, what do you think about the idea that? So what did they say? In that they said that they couldn't interfere with Endgame because. Uh, well, they've been directed not
1: to interfere in anything unless it directly involves. Oh, what was the name of the? Is it? It's not variants. That's Loki. No. Um, but it's something along those lines. Do you remember what they called? It's like they're like they're like monsters or something.
0: Yeah, I can't remember what they're called. Deviants, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Um, So unless it directly involves deviants, because that's what they're there to do. They're there to protect against deviants, and they're absolutely not supposed to. I guess it just goes to show that Thanos
0: wasn't a deviant. I think some people, I think in some parts of the film, Thanos is technically a deviant, um, which is which is you know where the Eternals, how they always write the Eternals in into stories. I, I, I don't, I don't know i think that's just a misdirect i think that whole thing's a misdirect because who says that they weren't to interfere like who well no says that's you the thing i i i suspect
1: that maybe i mean this is just one of many possible theories you could have but maybe the whoever it was that directed them in that directive
2: <laughs> mm, mm.
1: is maybe playing a longer game type yeah. thing and is actually yeah. you know the bad guy in command and they've got to you know Rebel against their boss or something. I don't know. Maybe don't know. that's
0: it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm so excited for this. I think this looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I'm really keen to see what we see what happens. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: I've got I've got one little one little feature I'd like to bring to the table. Do it, man. You know I went. You know we went to the cinema the last um a few days ago.
0: Did we? No, no,
1: no, not we. Um, uh, me and Ilham
0: Oh Jesus. Yeah. Can you remember what we went to see? Um. Did you? Uh, did you? Was it Night at the Museum Five or something like this? Or something along these lines?
1: You're, you're an asshole. You're you're <laughs> a you're, you're a snobby asshole. We went to we went to. It was jungle, the Caribbean, not, wasn't it? It was Jungle Cruise, and it's fucking brilliant. It's
0: so good.
1: I can't sure it even. It's so good and you're like ah, I, I don't have time I really for that enjoy, I really enjoyed nonsense,
0: I really enjoyed the Jumanji movie the Jumanji remakes actually. I yeah. thought they were really good. So do you think if I liked those I would like this? 100%. This is
1: cool. it's so much fun and the music the music is astonishing.
0: Oh yeah, you did say the music was brilliant. The music yeah.
1: is absolutely astonishing to the extent awesome. that I think it might be an Oscar contender. Oh, you think? Oh, 100%. 100%. It's so good.
0: What was the word you used to describe it though? You said it was um How did you describe it to me? Well, it it was classic action
1: adventure. It sounded like a pastiche on Indiana Jones basically, right. but it was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was that present in the mix and over the top and really Who scored it? Um I want to say James Newton Howard, but okay. um I want to double check that because
0: Okay. But did you did you I I mean like and was there was there actually a story? Because I've always looked at this and kind of went, there isn't it's just a ride, is it not? I mean what's yeah, the but story it, they're it, just gonna in do? In the
1: same way that Pirates of the Caribbean was just a ride, but they made a story out they made sure. a story out of that. Uh oh,
0: God, it's very it's very similar to No, it is very it is very similar to that. It is it's James you, got Howard James, James Newton Howard, Howard yeah.
1: Um no, it's got a really clear concise story it's very much a a to b adventure with you know some bits along the way and uh a, a very Aryan german prince uh, and play, nice. play, play in a submarine damon. Uh, yeah <laughs> played by Matt <Meth> damon yeah <laughs> and he was absolutely brilliant he what was he, he? just I like Jesse Plemons. He's he good would, he, uh, he good. grabbed that role by the horns, and he and he and he just did it. And it, it's it's really funny. The jokes are fantastic. Not all the jokes are in the trailers, even though there are several trailers for this movie. There are so many yeah. laugh out loud moments. The action's cool. great. Dwayne Johnson is as charming and as movie ticket selling as ever. And cool. Jack Whitehall was brilliant and definitely not annoying, even though he was the comic relief. Cool. And honestly brilliant you got british, has he got a british accent in it yeah Do you keep his own accent yeah yeah it? it's not he, he doesn't clifford it yet so yeah watch it when it comes out on disney plus and i think you'll regret not going to the cinema to see it alex we also had a costume
0: reveal for moon knight did you see this uh, no oh man it, it kind of looks a little bit um what's, Let me have a games, Google. what's the game series called that um that has the um, oh, what's it called, there's hundreds of them and they play in um, Assassin's Creed it kind of looks Assassin's Creed-esque it's kind of like the it's kind of oh. like the
2: whole, yeah,
0: it's kind of like the Egyptian style look that Moon Knight I guess has so I think they're leaning into that kind of moon, um, the Egyptian Moon Knight character as opposed to anything else so I'm really excited for this one um, How, mu- how much cool. should
1: we read into that um, Oscar Isaac has already played an Egyptian Marvel superpower character?
0: Oh, who was it? He played again. Oh, apocalypse! apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really excited for that. That looks pretty cool. Um, and also we Star Wars Visions got a bit of a a, a trailer, a bit of a sneak peek. Did you read? Did you see? No, this I've one? not seen this. Oh, it's really really cool. I mean, it's properly leaning into the anime, and and actually, it it's it for me. I mean, it's not the sort of thing that I typically would watch. But it is so anime styled. I mean it's so stylized and it's a multitude of different Are you directors watch it? and creative Yeah, no, definitely, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. 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 It's a multitude of different directors and creators that have, have created the stories for it and it, it looks cool. Like it's what I wanted. Yeah. I remember saying this quite Did recently, it, yeah. didn't I, on a show?
1: Well, no, yeah, I, I think I brought brought up Vision um Star Wars Visions quite recently.
0: But um what what do you remember if it had a release date attached to it? I, can't remember I don't know I, I couldn't i couldn't there was there was that and and what we do in the shadow season three had a oh, trailer yeah. but that doesn't that doesn't have a release date either I, or, or maybe it does but i didn't write the one that does have a release date is peacemaker season one is in january 22 released in january 22 yeah that Netflix is coming not out. far away i know that's what i thought i was like wow that's pretty cool Jeez. do we know who is it hbo max that's making that I think one so is yeah. it yeah that will be never released over here then <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I right. will get that <laughs> maybe now tv will yeah right so. bloody, bloody, bloody. Um, the only last thing just very quickly did you see the trailer for the last man no i think this is one's gonna to go to now tv oh man you gotta watch this trailer all it's right a I, story. I will get on that it's a story about uh, the world. It's ticking along. Everything's going nice, and everything's this, and then all of a sudden, what? What was this? All the men die. Apart from all one. All the men just suddenly drop dead, apart from the last man. Um, it looks like a really intriguing story. It kind of looks a little Walking Dead esque, if that makes sense. Um, I. It's going to be one of these stories where, when you watch it, you're like, cool, but then. As it starts to emerge, you start thinking, well, hang on a minute, how would this work? How would that work? How could this work? You know, 50% of the population did actually just get wiped out. Like, to be fair, Endgame did a really good, um, had, had a really good way of showing how bleak that would be. And I wasn't getting that vibe. I was getting the vibe of, nah, the women are just got this thing, just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, shit. yeah. Uh, but All the men are gone? Good. To- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> They're all just burning their bras and singing in a circle. That's it, mate, isn't it? Oh, that's, what, that's, what, God. that's what women will do. That's what they would do, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's all they would do. Yeah, they would, they would just love it. They'd be like, hey, we don't no man, just sleep over pillow fights, mate. Uh, yeah, pillow fights. Yeah. It's just a trailer full of pillow fights. Uh that no, looks really good. Like, I mean, one of the little nuances is that like the 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 the, the president, the vice president is a woman and the and the presidents are uh, Man, and so they kind of make a point to be like when he dies, they go Madam President, and you know, just little good, good. stuff like that. Yeah, love look, that. Look, it'll be good, it'll be really good. Alex, what do they have to do now? Right now, they've got to get onto the Apple Podcasts
1: app, find us on there, give us a cheeky little five-star rating if you please if you please. You can also leave us a review on there if you don't want mm-hmm. to leave us a review. You can tell us your favorite movie, tell us your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to For see, sure. read, and hear all of that. You can also yes. find us on lots of other platforms where you like to listen to your podcast, Spotify, yep. the ACAS App, etc. Yeah. etc. Check, 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 check. If you want to get more directly in touch with us, we have an email
0: address as well. That is motionspod at gmail.com where you can email in your e- your, your film and movie suggestions. Although we'll probably ignore them like we did this week because we don't like you, <laughs> um, especially you. We're talking about we just choose what we want. I'll if if we think if you, th- we'll if, if, if you think we're talking about you,
1: we are. It is you, it we is are. specifically <laughs> you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Take your hand out your pants. You know, people are watching you. Come on. Yes, you, out. That's it, better. Don't smell your hand. Oh, my God. We're also on Instagram. Yeah. Where um, we're, 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 we're showing some f- fun photos. And thank you very, very much to our wonderful graphic designer, KTC Graphics Designs, where I believe there's a little uh, surprise waiting for everyone. Yeah, if you... Oh, my hair's mad. <laughs> mad hair, Sorry. mad
1: hair. If you... Enter the code motionspod20 at checkout. You get 20% off all your movie print needs. They look rather nice and will uh, happily decorate any wall you have need for them.
0: And you bring Alex a little bit closer to eternal happiness. Absolutely. What are we doing doing next week? Oh, who knows? (laughs) We fall back out of this habit (laughs) so quickly. Who knows? I think we're we, did to well yeah, co- we did well for one
1: one week you can't call it consecutive if it's just once you've prepared for it can yeah, exactly. you yeah. oh dear
0: right, well thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you again next week until then goodbye all right guys tata